Thank you for joining me today. You are listening to The Divine Obsession, the story of how God jumps through hoops and hurdles to find you a solution for your situation in life. These stories are not cultural or scientific study or interpretations of the Bible. These are reflections for spiritual growth. I am Father Joes. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Genesis chapter 8. In this chapter, we will learn four major stories in which God remembers Noah and dries up the water. That's the first part we will see. And then we will go into the ark resting on the Mount Ararat and Noah sends out a raven and a dove uh, to see if the water has receded. And then Noah being commanded the end goes out of the ark and then Noah offers sacrifices to God and God promises that he will never again do this he will never again destroy the creatures of the world or humanity all so the, the the beauty of the story is that how God is listening to the prayers of Noah and how God comes to an agreement a promise made to humanity so that's the gist of the story gist of the chapter uh, genesis chapter 8 now When I think of this part of Noah's story, I'm amused, absolutely amused by the verse of the first the chapter, the first part of the chapter. God remembered Noah and dried up the land, and it sounds like, you know, when I think of that God remembered Noah, it sounds like God forgot him. I want to have a little fun with this passage, the story of Genesis 8. So please indulge me in this uh, you know way of my thinking for a few minutes. Here how here it is how it went down. There were people on earth that really were not good. and god needed to punish them because they were not good people so god said okay i got to do something about it god had had enough so he got mad and decided to just drown all these people down all of them in a flood but then there was his friend noah noah didn't deserve punishment he had been trying to listen to what god is saying so he put noah and his family along with a bunch of other animals in an ark and started a pouring rain by that time got tired of it all and then needed to rest and for 40 days and nights it rained then, then he stopped the rain and went into some kind of forgetfulness is that what really happened do you think that god went into some sort of a forgetfulness is that what really happened did he just forget about noah and his family floating around on the waters Is that what happened in the story? The chapter starts by saying God remembered Noah as if God had forgotten. So I want to say, you know, God rested. Oh gee, I woke up from my sleep and then I see, oh oh, here is my friend Noah floating around. I'm going to save him. Is that really what happened? When someone tells me that they remember me or they remembered something, I tend to think that they had forgotten something. I had a great laugh thinking how God must have just forgotten Noah and gone to sleep. That's what I wanted to think. When God woke up, he thought, "Oops. That poor guy is just floating around aimlessly in that ark." 
He's simply floating around, surrounded by animals. Imagine this, locked into one place with all these animals of the world, and he's floating around. And so that was hard for Noah, he can think of. And God said, oh, gee, I got to get him out of that place. So there is also a raven and a dove. When we listen to the story, as we find, there is also a raven and a dove flying around trying to find some place and couldn't find it. Those creatures caught the attention of God, and then God remembers, Oh, I left Noah. I left Noah. Okay, that's nice. Finally, God remembers. So, there must be more to this remembrance of God than simple forgetfulness. It has to be. It's not just just God remembered. If we take the meaning to be that God actually literally forgot, then I am glad God finally remembered about Noah's situation. I am glad God remembered and did something about it. I am glad God decided to take action. I am glad God decided to correct God's mistake. I am actually even glad that even God can forget things. God can forget things and when he becomes aware of it, God can change course and make it right. But I'm sure that simply remembering Noah is not what the story is all about. But I had to have some fun with it. So I thought maybe that is good. God, God just forgot Noah and he went into sleep, woke up and saw the birds flying around and decided, you know, I got to do something about it. I don't think so. There is more to the story. So when we read that story that God remembered Noah, it really means that the Lord heard Noah's prayers. The Lord thought of Noah. God paid attention. God paid attention to the cries of Noah or the anxieties of Noah. God was listening to him. God was near him. God was watching over him. God remembered Noah. God listened to what Noah was going through. There is yet another absolutely beautiful, great symbolism in these passages uh, that we read in the book of Genesis chapter 8. We read that a dove found an olive branch. Let's look into how is that possible? Where does olive tree grow? Olive tree doesn't grow on top of the mountain. It grows in the valley. It grows at the lower part of it. That means the floodwaters must have receded for the tree to grow. But it also means something else. It's not just about God remembering Noah while he and the ark floated in the water. That's not what it is all about. It's also about finding the olive branch in the valley. Meaning to say, prayers offered in humility, that is in the valley, in humility to God, are like an olive branch in the valley. That's what it is. When we pray with humility, we will be found alive and well in the valley, not on top of pride. God remembering Noah points to one thing, that humble, constant prayers catch God's attention. The one who does not give up in the midst of life-threatening anxieties and fears has God's attention through it all. Like the olive branch that grows in the lower altitude, the olive branch that grows in the lower altitude in the valley, we are invited to grow in our valleys. 
in humility. That's what it is about, with a gratitude, with an attitude of humility and openness to God. God will remember us like God did remember Noah. He will recognize our spiritual nature when we act like his children and show him the humility of our unceasing prayers and our unceasing, unstopping supplications. He will not forget us. So making every effort to maintain a deep relationship is the key to understanding this story. A deep relationship with God. That's the whole gist of the story. God connects with Noah because Noah makes every effort to connect with God. It is reciprocal and it is a joyful exercise for both God and Noah. So it's not about God forgetting Noah. It's about God remembering that this guy continually, no matter what life-threatening situation he is in, like the olive branch that was found by the Tao, he is willing to go down to the valleys of his life in great humility. And then when we get to that place, God is able to recognize us because that is our basic nature. And that is what this story is about in chapter 8 of Genesis. It's about the olive branch that we have to become so that the Holy Spirit, the Tao, can find us. We become the olive branches that grows in the valley and thus the problem of pride is solved through humility. And therefore, God is inviting you and me to one thing, become an olive branch and remember olive tree grows in the valley in the lower altitude so does a man or a woman who's committed in relationship with god grows in the lower altitude in the valley of life and that's where god finds us